Hey guys, GBC Podcast number 34. I'm Courtney Weiss. I'm Shane Blankenship. It's been a couple weeks um, since we last met because Shane had some training and I've really missed it. Yeah, army stuff. It always gets in the way. Not, well, I mean, it's fine. You know, you have like other things to do. Um, I'm hoping that at like, some point I can get to the point where I can either do them by myself or do them with Curtis or something when you don't so that we can be more consistent. But I'm not confident enough to do it by myself well, yet. We can figure out how to do it over the phone. Or that, like we said like to do three yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> I still haven't even checked it. We just it. need to research it. Well, I have a really cool story, and I'm excited to share it. All right. Okay, it's really weird. Okay. Okay, so it, for, for anyone that's listening, like, please don't think I'm like some weirdo. Please don't think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> um, I was doing one of my um, Bible studies just in it, and, I, you know, I'm flipping through trying to find a scripture. Don't even know what scripture it was. Okay. Uh, maybe somewhere in Romans. I don't know. <laughs> But on my Bible, like the, the, the top block that's like a, it's a Bible study Bible, yeah. it had bitterness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't need to read that because I was not, it was not about that at all. I don't know what I was reading about, but it was not bitterness. Yeah. So I flipped past it and I found the scripture and then something was like, well, just go back and read bitterness. Like, let's just okay. see what it says. So I go and I read it and it's like... You basically, it's talking to me, right? It's like, you are bitter and you need to let go of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so convicted, you know? So I was like, well, okay, you know? And then I thought, well, I'm just going to, you know, just move on. I'm going to go on to my Bible study. So then there's a part of my Bible study that I have to listen to something and I'm listening. What's the first thing she says? Bitterness. Yes. (laughs) And then there's like these two scriptures, which I'll read in a second. And I thought, okay, like... What are you trying to say? But I, I kept going, like, thinking I need just I just need to have my spiritual eyes and ears open. Mm-hmm. Like, I really wasn't still sure what I needed to do with this information. Um, I continued doing my Bible study, and then I, you know, prayed afterwards, and it sort of hit me that I was harboring some bitterness and that I needed to really talk to God about it and let go, like lay that at his foot and just say like, do, do with this, what you need to do with Mm -hmm. this. Because like, I don't really, I didn't know I had it. I I was unaware, I guess. Well, and then when you realize it, was it, is it, was it something specific? Yes. Okay. All right. I probably shouldn't, you know, maybe not. Yeah. But it was something specific and, um, a person, a specific person. Um, and I just didn't realize that that was the, the issue. Um, so talking to God about it, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do with it. So I'm like praying. I'm like, okay, God, like, like I get it. I'm sorry. You know, I'm confessing and I need to confess to this person too, Uh which I did. But like, Shane, this is the weird part. There's, there's a couple weird parts. So let's get weird. Okay. Um, so then I like, I didn't know what to do, but I felt like I needed to like anoint myself somehow with like oil. And so I like prayed over some oil, which I know, I know I'm not a preacher. I get it. Like I just did what I thought I should do. Okay. Okay. I had my, my Catholic friend get me some holy water in case this ever happens again. But so I prayed over some oil and I like put it on my forehead and then I'm sitting here going like, this is just weird. This is weird. Why am I doing this? Hang on. It gets even weirder. And so Halloween. No, it was like a week before Halloween. It's a full moon. No, I'm kidding. It was during the day. Um, So I'm like just not listening to my phone. You know, I'm like having a minute where I just need to be by myself. But I take my dog for a walk, and I was just kind of like praying. You know, like I I just need to be protected right now. We all need to protect always. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, any unclean spirits that are that are kind of like hindering me from seeing 
the sin that I need to confess. Like if there's anything else, I I need to see it. I need to see things clearly. I've had this dog since March. She's a puppy. Yeah. How many times do you think I walk her a day? Three. If if not, I mean, three to five. Okay. A, I love to do it. Yeah. But B, she's a puppy. Like she needs to go out. Yeah. We haven't always had an electric fence. We just got it. So since March, if I'm walking her three to five times a day, like how many hundreds of walks have I been on? A lot. I saw a snake. <laughs> I saw a snake. Yeah. And I felt like that was like a. Maybe it wasn't the unclean spirit, Kay. I get it. That's weird. But it was sort of like a way of this manifesting in the physical. Uh-huh. So is this totally weird? Let's keep going. Well, that's it. I saw oh, a snake it. and it was hiding from me. It like, it like went across our path and was hiding from me in the grass. And so I know that's weird and like witchcrafty. So like w- take that out of it. Like sure. take it out of it. It was just a sign to me that I was like, Okay, well, whatever I just prayed about is out of me now mm-hmm. and manifest. Does that happen? Things manifest? Like, in this, if, if you're having, like, a spiritual warfare situation, yeah. like, things can manifest in the physical. Yeah, I think, well, I think always what is spiritual manifests itself in the physical. Um, like, I don't know necessarily know how, but, like, for example, um, you know, let's take anger. Instead mm-hmm. of bitterness, um, and you're holding anger within you. Well, that that is going to manifest. Um, and by the term manifest, like it's going to come out. It's going to. It's going to. It's not just going to stay internal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just going to stay something that that is intangible that you can't hold. Um, it's going to come out usually usually on somebody, right? And most of the time, unfortunately, it comes out on those that we are closest to. Yeah. Um, it's the easiest to become angry at them. Because we subconsciously know they're going to forgive us uh, or they will take it or whatever. And so that just happens. Like I was thinking, you know how stress can manifest inside the body. You all of a sudden have like a weird rash. Absolutely. Or or ulcers or whatever. That's right. And so I just kind of told myself, like, I know a snake is just weird. (laughs) Shane, I never see snakes. Never, ever, 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 ever do I see snakes. And so anyways, for me, I was, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it was for anybody else. For me, it was just sort of. What's the word? Like, I, I knew... Maybe I it can knew, be a sign. Yes. Even if it wasn't, like, a manifest... Like, it didn't... I don't think that your bitterness came out and turned into a snake. No, I right? don't either. But it was a sign or but something. It could be off, but maybe, yeah, but if, Whatever it, the word if is. it was a sign to you, um, yeah. then absolutely. Well, it just sort of... How about this? It sort of solidified what I was praying about. For sure. And the fact that confirming. whatever... Confirming. Whatever I was feeling inside was no longer inside of me. It was hiding in the grass. It was hiding from me because I was being light. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever whatever it was was cowering in the darkness once it saw me and my doggy <laughs> go for a walk. So I thought that was really cool. But here's the scriptures, and we can maybe like talk about th- this particular word that I thought was cool. So I guess in Hebrews, which in, in my Bible, it sent me to Hebrews twelve fifteen, which says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote my own notes. Bitterness has consequences. Yeah. But I circled the word defile, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to defile anybody mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. hanging on to this. Yeah, because because it's it's more than just you, right? Um, you defile yourself, and 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 ultimately it affects those who are around us. Um, and so I think the defile defile many even in the text. I mean, it's kind of generic in or general speaking, right? Because um, who who does it end up affecting? Well, 
most likely the people who are closest uh, to us, um, the people that we work with, the people that, you know, friends. Like it, somehow it is, it is coming out of us onto them and it's affecting their lives. And so it's not just, it's not just you. And like we know that it's kind of the way sin works too. We know that in our sin, sin isn't just something that affects us. Sin affects. Yeah. It affects other people. Um, my sin, your sin has secondary and tertiary and all the way down the line of effects and most of which that we can't even see. Well, um, I think it's hard to detect Mm -hmm. when you've been hanging on to something for so long. And I'm not just talking about myself here. Like you said, it can be even like stress, just like hanging on to stress because you don't know what else to hang on to. How do you, how do you even get to a place where you can detect it Mm. yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know the answer to that question. I don't guess. I, like I, I think about it from a transparency standpoint and um, having those honest conversations with ourselves. I, I don't I don't necessarily know like if we should go searching for it, looking for it. Right. Um, like I don't know if that's that's what we're called to do, or or if that's the thing. Like I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you want to go searching for, you know, what are the problems in me? Let's let's work on those things. But I think that as we draw close to God, they will show up. Like, that's what I was hoping you were going to say. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I think. I think that as we draw near to Him, He makes us more like Him. So He will draw things out, um, and maybe even in unexpected ways. So much so that you open up your Bible, and at the top of it, it's bitterness. And all oh, this isn't about me. I turn the page, and we're like, wait a minute, let me go back and look at that. Yeah, and, and then like, I, whatever I was listening to, that was the first thing she said. I was like, Wah. and I don't even like it's so. I guess when I ask you how to detect it, it's I agree with you 100% because I think um I think you can fix some fix something so much that it mm-hmm. breaks. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like you can yeah. just look inward so much or look outward so much that all of a sudden you've created a problem. So I 100% agree with you there. But I I do think that um getting closer to God like he um he wants you to be aware of like how, how like the word defile. It was so. Con- I was like, I am affecting everybody around me if I'm hanging on to this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in really subtle ways. It's not like I'm making anybody miserable. I don't think, but yeah. No, it, um, well, and I think in some ways, like we don't even know how it affects other people. Well, like, how um, can you be light though if you're hanging on to something like that? Absolutely, well, it's, it's hard to be light when you're holding on to darkness. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's hard to be light when we're filled with darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the power. And I know you haven't read it yet, and or if you're yeah. going to, but um, Ephesians chapter four. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Paul talking, and before we started recording, like we were just kind of doing I, the story that you guys just heard. I just heard for the first time as well. So we didn't do a whole lot of prep before we <laughs> Shane went into is this. Not going to be my <laughs> podcast partner anymore. No, no, none at all. Um, but uh, Ephesians four, when you started talking about bitterness, is what I thought, and so you already had it written down. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all bitterness, Paul says, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And those are some good words with the emphasis that you just circled. Mm-hmm. Um, get rid of all of it. And I think this is, um, I think this is worth spending a little bit of time with, especially uh, totally. not just on a podcast, but like in, in, in the word and thinking through Paul says, get rid of all bitterness, all your rage, all your anger, all your brawl and slander, malice. We can go into what all this stuff means, but I, I think emphasizing the word all and um, <laughs> getting rid of all of it, um, I think is important. And I think we we don't do that. We don't, no. we consider this like not even, not even necessary or not even important. Like we, we try to focus on, 
um, taboo kinds of things, like taboo behaviors or something like that, like something that's unacceptable, something that, you know, everybody right? can see. What's it's wrong? it's out, That's right. The outward stuff that, you know, um, gosh, he's such a drunk or, you know, he's always drinking. He's got an alcohol problem. And we try to focus on those things. Um, and But meanwhile, we don't focus on our own bitterness towards the alcoholic that's in our family that, you, you know, like we, we, we get focused on those outward things and we think that the the inward stuff that Paul's saying, hey, you need to get rid of all of that, mm-hmm. somehow they don't really matter. I mean, if you do, you do. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, it's not a good thing, but if you hold on to it, it's okay. And I feel like we live we live our life like that. Well, and I think sometimes like you're hanging um, you're you don't even can A, it's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say this. Um, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger. I mean, it sounds really nice, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's a nice little poetic thing to sure. say. Um, but A, to like understand that you even have it inside of you is one thing. And then to say, like, what do I do with this? Like, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I had it in the first place. Sure. But I think sometimes like we do it to protect ourselves from other people. And I guess it got me thinking, like, maybe that's not our job. Well, we, we do have a protector and a defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I, you know, I think it's I think it's important that we um, love ourselves, um, which maybe sounds a little bit contrary to, you know, Christian thought or popular Christian thought, because I, I thought we're supposed to love one another. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. We're supposed to, actually, we're supposed to love people the way Jesus loved. Um, but when Jesus is asked about what's the greatest commandment, um, you remember, he says, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, um, and strength, or heart, mind, soul, body, uh, depending on which translation you're looking at. And then he says, but the second one is the same as, and he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And some people just don't love themselves well. Yeah. Love your neighbor as yourself. You love them the way you love you. Well, if you're messed up in the way you love you, it's going to be messed up in the way you love other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that protecting ourselves, to come back to that, is understanding like what it looks like to love ourselves well, um, that we would reflect that in loving other people. If you, l- Let me say it this way. If you take care of you, you can better take care of your family. Yeah. If you're jacked up and you're messed up, well, you're gonna, it's going to show in your ability to take care of your girls and your boy. Well, if you... so. To use your words, if you're jacked up and you're messed up, and, I, and the first thing that pops in my mind is um, because you're focusing on all the things that, you know, the bitterness uh-huh. and the rage, the anger, the brawling, the slander, any form of malice. If we're focusing on that, then we are jacked up. Yeah, absolutely. If we end up being jacked up and then we end up um, pitting ourselves against being able to do what we're actually called to do. Second part of the text, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Well, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be kind and I know I'm supposed to be compassionate and I know I'm supposed to to forgive one another and love one another just as Christ loves me and has forgiven me. Absolutely. Well, it's hard to do that if I'm bitter towards you. It's hard to do that if I've got anger burning inside of me. It's hard for me to love and be kind and compassionate if that's what is manifesting itself in my life because that's what's in me. So it's a blind spot. It, it's definitely a blind spot. It's you something can't I feel like you've you got to get rid of it. All right. So, how, um, you know me, I like to always have something tangible to walk away with, although I think we could sit here for a while. But, like, how do we use God as our protector? And I sort of want to add something after you mm-hmm. say something. Well, I, I think that we, we have to confess. We have to be confessional. Um, okay. And that's the one thing that we, we come before him and we confess and then we repent of, of that. So 
it's a it's a recognition that God I have I've become bitter mm-hmm. and you and I'm a huge proponent. Say it out loud. Speak it out loud, not to yourself in your head. Talk to God out loud, alone in a closet somewhere, wherever it is that you get alone with God, um, and confess it for real. Not just while well, I'm bitter and then move on. Get, what are you bitter about? Yeah, and get it out. That's I think that's part of getting rid of get it. Is to it out get of it you, out of like it. yeah, speak let it out. Go um, and 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 talk to God about it and um, and confess that before Him, and then um, you know make that declaration of repentance that God, I I, I want to turn away from this and I'm going to turn to You. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how you get rid of it and that's how you seek Him in it. And then sometimes I think God will say, "Okay, now I'll go forgive them." Right, or go talk to them about you. Yeah, yeah, okay, now go and reconcile. Because uh-huh. you're not done with me. You're well, like, done when you go to them. What, I don't know where the scripture is, but we are called to be peacekeepers. Peacemakers. Makers. Makers, thank not you. Not peacekeepers, Ma- peacemakers. Peacem- you did a sermon That's on that. That's right. Peacemakers. Yeah. Pe- yes, I should go listen to that again. <laughs> yes, we are called to be peacemakers. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't mean we let people walk all over us. Okay, what I was going to add to what you just said when I said, um, how do we use God as our protector? Uh-huh. Um, lately, I've been really wanting my kids to learn the armor of God, which I yeah. texted you yeah. about this. But it's so long, mm-hmm. and it is wordy, and it's mm-hmm. hard sure. to um, remember. But I made these little flashcards for them, and they already know it now. Um, and so every morning on the way to school, we we pray about the armor of mm-hmm. God. And we do it a lot at night too, but um, I think that's how we use God as our protection. Though, is to like be mindful that w- we already have armor mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. You know, we we already have those things that God told us that we could use in our spiritual battles. And so, I th- I think it's helped us. It's helped my family sure. as we go on to school or as we go about our day. Is just to be like we we go through the whole. It's Ephesians six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we go we go through the whole thing and we we flip through. And we do it together yeah. out loud. Yeah, I, yeah. I think maybe sometimes we don't um, we don't have it, or we don't we don't um, use it, if you will. I don't know if that's the right term, but just because we don't access what we what we have. Well, I think if we had had this conversation last year, and you said, "Yeah, I mean, why don't you just use the armor of God?" I'm like. Yeah, Shane, easy for you to say. You're a preacher. <laughs> yeah. You were made from the armor of God. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I think the the closer that you get with God and the, the, the more that you, you learn the word, like in my mind, um, I, you know, it says, which I don't know where, but I read it recently, but it was like the word is already in you and mm-hmm. on your tongue. It's on your, it heart your heart and, mm-hmm. and on your tongue. And so I'm like, when he formed me, like in my mother's womb, in your mother's womb, like he he gave you everything that you need. Mm-hmm. You just have to access mm-hmm. it. And so I think it's just like reversing, like who did what to me. You're like, no, I'm already protected. It's fine. You know, just stay the course, not getting off course with all these other little things like bitterness and rage and anger and brawling and slander and what else? Malice yeah. and all those things. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? I don't have anything else. So no. I didn't mean to steal the show. No, at the was, end. I thought that was great. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back and listen to the Peacemaker versus Peacekeeper because <laughs> I think I got it fixed up. <laughs> <laughs> go make the peace, don't just keep the peace. Okay, I'm going to go listen to that. It was last year in the winter, I feel like. Do you uh-huh. remember? Yeah. Um, and I can't remember. I don't remember the exact like, like I know that was one of the main points of the message. I don't remember the name of the of the message, so good luck finding that. Okay, but yeah, great. Peacemaking, peacekeeping. We're called to be peace. You know the difference uh, between 
um, being a peacemaker, um, which is what we're called to be, is that it involves you. Mm-hmm. It involves action. It involves you doing something. We are ministers of reconciliation, and that never stops. We're all ministers of reconciliation. That's that's calling on every one of our lives, not just preachers. So to reconcile, um, you can't you can't just do nothing. You have to do something with that, and it's more than just talking to God about it. It's going to the other person. Oh, so yes. Well, and and I guess it kind of goes to what was it? Maybe three weeks ago when you had the lamp, and then you put the dark thing mm-hmm. over the lamp. Like if we're if we're meant to be light, but we're ha- just like what you just said, hanging on to darkness. You're like, you can't have it. You know, both ways. You either yeah. you know let go of the dark and tell the person about it, or you're just hanging on to dark and you're being like a bitter, rage, anger, brawling, slander person. Yep. Mouse person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Share it if you like it. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye.